Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is the Joe Martino Show. I want to talk to you today about doing work. Hard work is good for us. It helps us develop good self-esteem. It helps us have good motivation. It helps us have a proper view of ourselves. And it has a host of benefits. I'm not actually going to talk about the benefits. What I am going to talk about is what is required to do the work. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. I want to talk to you today about the idea of doing work. I've been talking about this episode for a long time. One of the things that you will find if you talk to helpers, people who work with people, right? Counselors, those types of people, uh, is one of the things that we hear a lot is this is too hard. This is too much work. You know, this is too difficult. And a lot of times I'll ask, well, where is the book that talks about how difficult it should be versus how difficult it is? And we have a little laugh, but at the same time, I'm serious. I want to talk with you today about the importance of doing the work to achieve your goals. One of the things, I was reading an interesting article just literally yesterday, and and one of the interesting things that I read was is there seems to be, according to the author of the article, a disconnect between people having either a goal or a system. Like either people have goals or they have systems. And and he was very you know upset about it and wrote a, I don't know, probably a 2,000 word essay about it. I'm not necessarily upset about it, but his point that you have to have both goals and systems is a valid one. I would add a third thing. You have to have the willingness to do hard work. I'm actually concerned that somehow in our society, we just don't value hard work. My wife had a professor who actually said hard work doesn't pay off. That was one of her core values, the professor's core values. Hard work paying off is one of my wife's core values. So as you can imagine, that made for a lot of fun discussions at our house and more than a few frustrating conversations for my wife with her professor. Hard work is good for us. It builds character. One of the ways that we build our character is we work hard. That's why I always kind of laugh when people are like, well, parenting's hard. I want to say no, duh. Like everything that's important is hard. It's hard because you're building your kid's character and you're revealing while building your own character. So of course it's hard, but hard work is good. The fact that it's hard, it means it's good for you. I think there are at least two movements that we just have to admit have died. They didn't work. They were failures. One is the youth sports movement. The way we do sports doesn't work. That's not new. I just wanted to get it in. We're starting school Uh, And I want to make sure that uh, somebody is constantly saying, hey, look, we need to reform sports, and I'm willing to be that person. But then the other thing is the self-esteem movement has failed, in part because we have disconnected hard work from self-esteem. One of the things that's most interesting is um, my dad has recently been listening to lectures by a guy who considers himself, may well be, I have no idea, an expert on the adolescence of our day. And one of the things that he talks about is that kids today don't, getting their license isn't as important to them. Now, maybe your child it was, 
but over the broad spectrum, kids aren't hurrying to get their license. And, and my dad was like, what do you think it is? And at least the teenagers that I meet, it's about anxiety. But part of the problem is in correctly setting out to identify anxiety, we have tried to inoculate our kids from anxiety by removing all the work from them, by removing all the hard things from them. We've told them they have to like everyone, which is different than you have to be kind to everyone. We've told them that if it's hard, just don't do it. Well, wait, Joe, you're talking about sports. That's where we learn to do hard things. Sort of. Hopefully. When it's done well, I agree 100%. Or if you play an instrument or if you get involved in drama or if you volunteer in the community. But by and large, most kids do those things that they're comfortable with. And when we go back to sports, we play them in the same sport year-round so they don't have to really focus on anything they're not that uncomfortable with, and the hard work of it goes away. Doing work is good for us. It builds legitimate self-confidence. If you want to develop your kids' self-confidence, let them do hard things. Let them almost fail. Let them fail. Let them struggle with the work and fail. And they'll learn about themselves, which will give them better self-confidence. Better self-view leads to better self-confidence. So let them fail. Let them play hard. But don't be afraid to do hard work. Model for them doing work. Almost everything in life that is worth having is hard work. And so your relationship with your spouse, if it isn't yet, there will be times where it is hard where you have arguments that burn for days. Your parenting, if it isn't hard yet, it will be. Being a good friend is hard. Relationships are hard. Accomplishing something in life is hard. If you want to stay healthy, most people will find staying healthy hard. If you want to do something that outlives you, it will be hard. I, 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 could, literally, I, I could spend the entire time of this episode just trying to convince you That hard is good because I'm convinced that our society struggles with the idea that if it's hard, it must be bad. We tell people you have to like your work. If you don't like your work, there's something wrong. And and there is value in that. But we have to decide, do we not like our work or do we just not like work? Like everybody, well not everybody, that's, that's not accurate. But a lot of people would certainly be willing. I would be one. Yeah, sure, I'll read all the time. The truth is, I don't think I would, but do you like just doing work or do you have a lot of dreams and visions and hopes that you don't accomplish because you don't put in the work? Do you have a lot of broken relationships because you don't put in the work? Uh, My wife and I were talking recently about adult children who have broken relationships with their parents. And, And we see that a lot. Obviously, my wife's a counselor. If you're new to the show, Uh, We counsel together, and so we're working through that. uh, Or we're not working through that, but we work through our cases a lot together. We talk about our cases. We talk about different ways to help the people that we're working with. And one of the things that we talk about a lot is people who are in broken relationships, they still have, if they want the relationship to work, they have to find a way to pursue the person while holding boundaries. That's work, it's hard work. And so if they want a healthy relationship, they have to figure out how do I pursue a person and at the same time have really strong boundaries around my interactions with them. 
anything in life that's worth having requires work. Let's talk about a few things so that we, how do we know we're doing the work? Well, first of all, doing the work starts with a vision. If you're going to do work, you have to have a vision. One of the reasons that I think people struggle with work is they don't see how it connects to their future. What is it that you're doing that's going to get you to where you want to go? Where do you want to go? Is, is kind of a question that predates the what is it that you're doing to get you there. And so you have to have a vision. This is not a new message for me. You have to have a vision for your life. I think you should have a mission statement for your life. Why did you get up this morning? What are you going to do today? Why did you get up yesterday? Why are you going to get up tomorrow? If you're going to do work, you have to have vision. And sometimes that vision is just, I'm going to embrace hard work. I'm going to embrace work that is hard. I'm going to embrace difficult relationships. Uh, so many people, when we ask them about a disconnect between their values and their actions, they say something like, well, it was just a lot harder than I thought it would be. Okay, but why is that a good reason to have a disconnect? Well, it really isn't. Okay, then go get back into it. Yeah, but it's so hard. You don't understand how hard it is. Sure I do. That's a message that doesn't fly well with me. I was in grad school full-time with three kids, working multiple jobs. Uh, even now, we work very diligently uh, when we're working. We try to make sure that when we're disconnected from work, we're completely disconnected. Uh, or, or, you know, my, my wife is uh, fond of the saying, work hard, play hard, which I know is cliche, but cliches are cliche for a reason. If you're going to do hard work, it has to start with a vision both for your life and for your behaviors. What's your vision? What is it that you want to do with the time that you have on this earth? Hard work has to have a vision. If it doesn't have a vision, it's it's just kind of, you know, beating the air. It's kind of pointless. You're just kind of there trying to catch shadows. Hard work, doing work requires small steps. So many people try to conquer problems like in a big, a big problems all at once, they have a relationship that's a mess. And so they try to fix the whole thing right at once. And, and you'll see this in how people talk about problems. They'll talk about one part of it and then you'll kind of like work your way down in, in solving that. And then they'll talk about another and then they'll talk about another, you know, uh, I was talking to somebody who was like, well, I want to exercise and uh, they're a teacher and over the summer they were, they were working out, uh, through a Groupon thing or something. I don't remember now, but, and I, and I said, well, what's that going to look like when you go back to school? Well, I don't know. And, uh, they, they had a morning off college professor had a morning off. And I was like, well, what if you were to, uh, just take that one morning and work out that one morning? Well, it's only once a week. And I said, yeah, but how many, how, how many days a week did you work out on average last year? Well, none. So if you consistently did one day a week, granted a very small step, but if you consistently did one, one workout a week for this semester, this school year, you would be working out both more weekly and more in total than you did all of last year. It's a small step, but it moves you in the right direction. When you listen to financial gurus and they talk about saving, they talk about just, just putting a small amount away each month and it will grow, not touching it. If you're going to do the work, it requires making small steps first. One of the things that I talk to people a lot about is, okay, try to figure out where you want to go. That's the vision, right? 
you want to you want to go start a business, you want to shut a business down, you want to transition careers, then what are the steps that you have to do? What's the smallest step that you feel comfortable taking? Start there. One of the things, if, if for those of you who are old enough to remember printing directions off of like uh, Yahoo Maps back in the day, one of the things that we would always laugh about is, so for those of you who don't know, let me give a quick explanation. You'd put in your starting address and you'd put in your ending address and it would come up on your desktop at home, which was just slightly smaller than an airplane. And you would print it uh, on your on your dot matrix printer and you'd go out and get in the car and then so somebody would read it to you, you'd read it and the first step would be back out of the driveway. Go right on Jefferson Street. Turn left on Lincoln Avenue. Turn right on Route 11. Right, and, and, and it, it would have the littlest steps. It was broken down to the little steps. Of course, people made fun of it. In reality, though, that is a great way to make sure that you're engaging work. Do the little things first. What's the little things that you can do? If you're going to do work, if you're going to do hard work, it requires small steps. Because here's the thing, a whole bunch of little small steps equals movement. I can take six inch steps all the way from where I'm at to anywhere, as, as long as you know it's walkable. Small steps helps you get to the place that you need to be. And they're also more correctable. So if you're engaging something, if you're doing hard work and you're taking small steps and you're like, hey, this isn't working the way that I thought it would. This isn't getting me towards the goal that I wanted. Isn't helping me to achieve my vision. It's easier to make corrections. So doing work means you have a vision. Doing work means you take small steps to move towards that vision from where you're at. You take small steps to accomplish that vision. Doing work means playing the long game. It means perseverance. If you're going to do work, one of the things that makes hard work hard is you have to stay at it. There are so many people that I meet. They're like, hey, I want to be a counselor. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, do you have a degree? Yeah, I have a bachelor's degree. Okay, you have to go get a master's. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, you can't be a legal counselor in any state that I know of without going and getting your master's degree. So they have a vision. Oh, I think I want to be a counselor. But then they have to take small steps, which is getting, right? Getting enrolled, picking your classes. But they have to have the perseverance. It's hard work to go back to school in the middle of your life and get a degree. It's hard work to go get a degree before you have a family. It's hard work to do anything that matters because it requires perseverance. You want to start a 501c3? You, you want to help, help the homeless? You want to raise good kids? You have to persevere. You probably have to tell your kids a thousand times something. You probably have to listen to the same story over and over again. But man, you snap your fingers and all of a sudden they're growing up and you just keep engaging. And the truth is, I have to be honest, I love parenting. I don't, oh boy, I'm scared to say this out loud. My, my wife has convinced me to believe in the jinx. I don't really think it's that hard. But part of it is, is I think I started out with the acceptance that it's, it's supposed to be hard. And as Scott Peck said, when you do that, you transcend the hardness of life. So many people, their visions die 
because they're not willing to have the perseverance of hard work. They're not willing to stay the course over time. Their relationship gets hard, so they stop. Their faith gets difficult, so they quit. Their job gets hard, so they quit. They start something and it doesn't work. They start a business. One of my problems with the multi-level marketing businesses is they often, they try to pitch you on the idea that it's an easy way to make money. There's no such thing unless you inherit it. But even then you have to put in the hard work to keep it. Hard work is repeated little steps over time. That's what perseverance of hard work is. Repeated small steps over time. I was explaining to someone recently the difference between trust and trustworthiness. I believe trust is given, never earned. You can't earn trust because if it's earned, then somebody can't deny it to you. And someone can always deny trust. You can and should have to prove your trustworthiness. And someone said, well, I've heard that trust is repeated behavior over time. And I said, I would agree with that if we change trust to trustworthiness. But being trustworthy requires perseverance. It requires engagement of small steps over time. So many people have something they want to do. They have something that they want to engage and they lack the perseverance to keep doing it. I have so many people tell me, I'd love to be able to read as many books as, as you do. And, and I can't tell you what goes through my head because it isn't polite. But what I say out loud is, is you have the same amount of hours in a day that I do. We just choose to spend them differently. Oh, that's not true. In fact, one time it was really funny. I was at a coffee shop having a conversation with somebody about the amount of books that I read. And they said, I, I just don't have the time. And I said to them, I think you do have the time. You, you just choose not to. And they were like, nope, that's just not true. I just don't. I was like, okay, that's cool. And they literally asked me, and, and here's irony because they didn't see it. They literally asked me about four different TV shows that they make sure they have time to watch every week. And I said, I don't, I don't watch TV. Like we have a TV in our house and I watch sports occasionally. I, I love watching baseball or racing. Uh, when college football comes around, I'll watch college football games and I'll watch snippets of it here and there. But I just, I realized a number of years ago, I just don't have time to do the things that I want to do in life and watch TV. At least not like, you know, okay, it's time to sit down. No, my wife and I have a show that we watch together. We have two shows sort of that we watch together that we DVR and we try, we find time for. And usually we're four or five weeks behind. But you have time to do what you want to do and you have to choose to do the hard work things repeatedly. That's perseverance. One of the things that I say a lot that upsets people is you do what you want to do when you want to do it, period. You do what you want to do when you want to do it. And if you really want to go get that thing that's in your vision box, right, that you really want to go chase that thing that's in your vision, if you're not doing it, it's because you're choosing not to. So that career change that you're not making, it's because you're choosing not to. Well, Joe, I haven't found anything yet. Okay, then keep looking. Keep engaging the process, persevere. But most often, what I find when I ask people is, uh, when they're like, I want to change my career, I'm like, okay, what have you done to change it? I, typically, the answer I get back, the honest answer that I get back is nothing. I did one you know, kind of quick look on LinkedIn, or I maybe talked to some of my friends the other night when we were out for drinks, but I didn't really do anything. Well, then, right, because, because complaining about my job is easier than doing the hard work of getting a different job. I have a bad relationship with my mom, with my dad, with my son, with my sister, with my brother. Okay, well, what have you done to make it better? 
Well, and, and what I get is like 15 minutes of babble. In other words, and I often say, in other words, you really haven't done much yet. And sometimes, and this is with the power of counseling, sometimes it's because people don't know what to do. And so they go to counseling or they go find mentors and they learn what to do. So I'm all about that. But even going to find out what to do is hard work. It requires, uh, it, it requires engagement in the process. But people who act like they're not doing something because they don't have time, that's hogwash. They have the time. Well, Joe, how do you know? Because people do what they want to do when they want to do it, period. One of the worst leaders I ever met said that. Seriously, seriously, might have been one of the, certainly in the top five of worst leaders I've ever met, I've ever worked under, ever been a part of an organization with. But, but he had some nuggets of truth, and that's one of them. People do what they want to do when they want to do it. And part of hard work, if you want to have a life that matters, part of hard work is engaging the perseverance of it, going back to it again and again and again and again. Doing hard work means you have to leverage your skill set. We need each other. We need community. We need other people around us. My wife and I talk often about how there are things that she's good at that I'm not, and there are things that I'm good at that she's not from how we parent to how we do business. You need people around you. I purposely have mentors in my life who are the polar opposite of each other because they give me different levels of advice, different perspectives. You have to leverage your skill set. There's so many things that you don't know that I don't know about. There are so many things that I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to move this way or that way, but people can teach me and I can learn. Or sometimes I can't, I, I can't learn it. I don't, I won't, or I can learn it, but I won't have the skill set. And I can partner with other people. Doing hard work means leveraging your skill set. So maybe fitness is just the easiest analogy. Maybe you go to a gym where they have a trainer. Maybe you have a trainer come to your house. Uh, if you want to start eating healthier, you have to leverage your skill set. Maybe get online, do some research, take a nutrition class, that type of thing. You can leverage your skill set to do more of the things that matter to you. Not just doing more, just being busy isn't necessarily the point, but doing more of the things that matter to you comes from being able to leverage our skill set. And part of it is, is we, I'm afraid that we've taught people that what they're doing, they should love all the time. There should be no distance, no uh, distress, no tolerance of dislike for what you do. So, you know, we tell little Johnny who's 22 and just graduated from accounting school. Oh, well, if you don't like accounting, just, just go do something different. We, we tell little Jerry who, who just started, I was just talking to somebody who they've had five jobs that I know of. And in all of them, they've had to quit because their boss didn't understand how it was done. And so I asked him, I was like, have you ever considered that maybe you're actually the problem? That conversation was not well received, but it did, it, it did start spark more thought moving forward because one of the things that the person was failing to do was leverage his skill set. Right? When you think about people, people, I think about people that have worked for us who, you know, they, they work about a year and then they go to the next job and they work about a year and they go to the next job. One of the things my wife and I have talked about is a lot of times what people walk in the door saying their last job complained about them unfairly, we find out it's actually pretty accurate. 
because they don't leverage their skill set to cause their own growth. Part of hard work is understanding there are things that I don't do well that I can leverage my skill set to so that bring in your skill set and you can help me grow. I was I was meeting yesterday, just yesterday with somebody, we had lunch and we were talking about one of the challenges in his job is, he's a, a hospice chaplain, one of the challenges in his job is seeing his blind spots because there's there's a lot of generational space between him and most of his coworkers. And he's like, there are things I just don't see about me and I have to kind of hear it from them. And, and I didn't say this to him, but that's leveraging your skill set for your own personal growth. That's what hard work is. So when people say to me, hey, blah, 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 I have to listen to that. Or if I want to do something and I don't know how to do it, I can embrace the hard work and leverage my skill set. Now, I'm going to be just really transparent with you here for a minute. One of the areas of hard work that I struggle is home improvement stuff. I know that's not very manly to say, but I'm just not overly skilled that way. And so I have a host of experience that tells me if I do that, it's going to go poorly. I have to weigh that out with, uh, you know, doing the hard work of perseverance, of engaging the idea of, of what is it? How do I leverage my skill set? So sometimes I have friends come over and they help me. Sometimes we watch YouTube videos. Sometimes I leverage my skill set of saying my, my time is worth more than the time that it's going to cause me to put in this project. I could hire somebody to do it. And that actually is a better use of my time and resources. But you have to utilize hard work to be able to get to that place where you can leverage those skill sets in that way. So there are projects that I could do at my house and it would take me four days where someone who's skilled, it would take them a day or a half a day. And, and you have to balance that out. That's part of leveraging your skill set. There are things that I get accomplished. So right now, our, one of our internet pages is down. Leveraging my skill set is I call the company. I'm like, hey, look, I've done everything I can think of. And I can't get this to work. What's going on? I hired a company to help me do this and it didn't work. So I probably won't hire them again. Leveraging my skill set, evaluating the benefit of that leverage, not in how hard it was, but how does it overall affect my time and resource management? Hard work helps you to leverage your, the things around you, your skill set around you, the people around you, their skill set, so that you can benefit them and they can benefit you. All right, the last thing is hard work produces sweat. <laughs> well, I'm kind of ending where I started. And by the way, I think I said this in a no number of episodes. This idea for this episode came from uh, a friend of mine who, who I heard speak in public, and he was talking about this for his organization. I was like, that's good stuff. I want to use that in a podcast. Doing hard work produces sweat. I did, I've tweaked a few things to fit my audience uh, from his audience, but it produces sweat. Making sure that I have a podcast episode up every week is hard work. It requires perseverance. It requires a vision. It requires me to leverage my skill set. It requires me to do small steps. And it does produce some sweat. Now, maybe not the kind of sweat that you produce at the gym. Hopefully that I'll get to produce later at the gym. But it produces sweat because it, I've got to get into it and I've got to do it and I've got to sit here and I've got to talk and I've got to listen to my own voice and I've got to delete and edit and restart and make sure the keywords are in. And that's sweat-inducing. And so often when we get sweaty, we think, nope, not for me. 
nope, not for me, I'm out. And we have to engage the idea that hard work and being sweaty is good for us. It requires physical activity. Most things that you will accomplish in life require you to physically do something that will require sweat. Yesterday, I had all these plans, and literally all I did was work on the web pages to get them right. In between clients, I'm on the phone with my my hosting company, and it isn't working. In fact, this morning, before I started to record this, I went and checked. It's not working. As soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to call the hosting company again and be like, what's going on? How do we fix this? Do I go back to the old way, which I'm trying to avoid because it hurts me in this way? How do I best leverage my skill set, my time, and my ability to get this done? But in order to get those answers, I have to be willing to sweat. All right. I hope that this episode helps you. I hope that as we roll into fall and you look at things that you want to do and you realize the hard work is there, that that doesn't mean it's bad. Now, and I've talked about this in a lot of other episodes. I don't have time to talk about it in this episode. You can get to the place and be like, the outcome isn't worth that hard work. The outcome that I'm looking for isn't worth the amount of effort that I'd have to put into it. That's actually can be very wise and that can be wisdom. That's a whole nother day. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please, if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Uh, Let me know what you think. Send me an email. You can reach me at joemartino.com. Just click on the contact me page and I will get it. Make sure you put podcast in the subject line. Uh, You can get me at info at joemartino.com as well. Once again, put info in or put podcast in the subject line. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.